What up? Happy Tuesday. Shouts to Morales. Missed that guy, man. Haven't seen him in a while. I saw he got a pretty cool gift from his parents that he had like a big quilt with all his uh, catchphrases on it. Did you see that, Beto? No, that's interesting. Very nice. Mucho Morales. Shout out. Legend here in LA. He posted very that. Cute. On, uh, it was very cute. I thought that was that was quite cool. But um, yeah. So it's Tuesday after Christmas. Got a lot going on. The uh, Amelia Bedelia Bowl or whatever this is. Camellia Bowl. Is Buffalo oh, and sorry. Georgia Southern. Man, they're battling right now. <laughs> Got Georgia it. Southern that. winning. There's a little premiership action if you care about watching live sports. But me and Benson Duran are here with you for another hour, and we're going to talk a little bit of Lakers right now. So the Lakers lost buck 24 to a buck 15 to the Mavericks on Christmas. It was kind of in that you described this earlier a bit, though, as kind of a. Uh, in-between game, it wasn't exactly, uh, you know what I mean, like the marquee matchup in terms of the first yeah. or the last game of the day. But there was one particular quote that I thought was interesting because this team, without Anthony Davis, is obviously wayward. Um, it's going to be really hard to sort of even make a real analysis of who they should be. But LeBron said a couple things, and he said this one particular thing after the game, which was very interesting to me. He said, quote, I look at it the other way, too. Like, how many times are you going to try to dig yourself out until it's too much dirt on you? Like, that, Beto, is a very interesting outlook from somebody whom, A, is playing for their own personal goals in terms of breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record, but B, has said continuously to the franchise, I need more. I need more. At this point, to sort of insinuate, well, maybe we might as well just give up. I thought it was a little weird, Beto. Dirt on you. That's some frustration talk. Yeah. This is, uh, look what I'm doing, look what I'm putting up, look what I'm doing around me. It's essentially one against five most nights now. And, yeah, you know, LeBron and his his backers, they're involved in the selection process of what goes on with the team, right? They're, they're, very, sure. they're heavily active. But... We start hearing more LeBron sending these messages after every game. Remember, it used to be maybe once in a blue moon. Probably kind of once thing. a month you got what? one of these. Yeah. Now it's him sitting back, just kind of arms back here. The, <laughs> the way he holds the microphone, you know, that I'm here kind of just because I have to be here, but I don't want to say anything. Because that's not LeBron's way to go off, you know, like and just – let it happen, right? And just be quiet, loud about it. Right. And like, we got to do this, we got to do that, or cuss it up a storm. That's not his way, right? He's calculated with what he does. But you hear more things without saying, tell Rob to get me somebody, without saying, we got to do this. It's more of, you know, the, the last couple of times of, I'm here, you know, I would hope they do something. But the, that like, line right there of, dirt on you. That, to me, it sends a different message than all the stuff you just brought up, Beto. Him talking about not getting guys is one thing. Him talking about how difficult it is for the team to get in a rhythm because they have different man hours and they haven't been able to gel on the court is another. But to say you're going to try to dig yourselves out until it's too much dirt on you, that that implies a level of at least... I'm not going to say LeBron is checked out. I don't think it's possible for LeBron to check out. I think that because of who he is as a competitor, as a teammate, and as an NBA individual, he's going to be giving you his all. But if LeBron doesn't actually believe that this team is good enough to win it all. That's the factor. That's an issue. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that that's that's a reasonable thought from him, by the way. Yeah, the factor of – you're right. Pros, pro, he's going to show up every single night when he's on the court. He's going to give you everything from him, right? He's right. going to get you a near triple-double. He's going to get you the points. He's going to put on the show. But at the same time, once you get into that mode of, we're doing this to be a seven seed? Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. doing all this to for what? I'm doing all this, and all we're going to do is get bounced in the first round quick? Right? Like, why at the age of 38? With all the miles on your body of what you've done, yeah, you won a title a few years ago. And since then, you know, that wears on athletes. Clinton, you're around some of the most premier athletes in the world in their prime. They don't really focus on the wins. It's always the losses and how it's going, right? That's true. They're very important, and they are very knowledgeable of what their legacy is. And right now, if LeBron ends his run with the Lakers— in this manner, where a, 
on a team that's clinging to compete. That's going to be the, his legacy too, right? You're going to hear, oh, LeBron in Cleveland, one thing. LeBron in Miami, one thing. LeBron in L.A., uh, mm, oh. Yeah, mm. it's true. It's tough. But it also, that wears on him, doesn't it? It also might be the best thing that's happened to this franchise in the last 10 years. We'll get to, we'll get to oh. more of that later. But we got some, we got some phone calls here, 877-710-ESPN. Chuck in Irvine, you're on with Beto and Yates. What's up, dude? Hey, Beto. I just want to tell you, I think you missed the major point of the title. The girl loved, thought the best Christmas movie was Die Hard. The guy thought Love Actually. That's where the title came from. Uh, oh, I didn't see. He skipped that part. He didn't say Die Hard in that. In the that's recap. true. No. I, I forgot. I forgot to mention that. Oh, Thank if you. she's dropping Die Hard, then I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what made it so funny. Anyway, it was written by Rebecca Ewing, who is a uh, an agent in L.A., and it was her first effort, and uh, she did very well with it. The movie. Oh, oh that's good to know. Right, okay, okay. I, I, Chuck. Let me ask you: When did you watch this movie? Was this something you just came to on your own, like myself, or did somebody show it to you? <laughs> No, because I knew uh, I went to high school with her father, okay. so I went to the premiere. Oh, <laughs> it, pre- it, pre- it, it premiered last year in uh, last Christmas. Uh, I think it was right after Thanksgiving. It premiered in Michigan. Chuck's nice. on the red that's carpet. That a baby. Nice. We Thanks, Chuck. He's a big one. That's yeah. a that's a great phone call right there. So yes, I did omit some of the things from the story. Her favorite movie was Die Hard. Aww. His was Love Actually. Now I'm watching. There's it. a very funny part in the movie too, where it all comes to a head, and the other guy ends up yelling about it. But anyway, Jeff and Encino, <laughs> you seem upset that we're talking about Christmas movies that have a very predictable plot ending. You're on seven ten. What's up? Yes, I basically was going to make the same point the last caller made. That's how the title came about. I liked the movie. I thought it was pretty good. The fact it's it's a Hallmark for it's not Hallmark, but it's a Hallmark format. Maybe it's PG as opposed to G, but it's pretty funny. And you already gave away the ending, but I would recommend people watch it anywhere. Anyway, there are very very funny parts, and uh, the the cast is not entirely unknown. Nita Dobrov has been in a few things. Yeah. Uh, the Asian guy, he was like the sidekick to the sidekick to Aquafina and Crazy Rich Asian. Yes. And the okay. good-looking guy, he's also he's also part Asian. He's on a, a, a Netflix series, Never Have I Ever. So they're not completely unknown. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, what are their names, though? Uh, Nina Dobrov is the only name I know off the top uh, of my head. I see. That proves my point. <laughs> No, appreciate the phone call. Thank you, Jeff. Look, see, I told people know these movies, bro. You thought I was out here pulling stuff out of my behind out of nowhere. Absolutely not. It's a funny movie. The ending doesn't matter. What? Yeah. It's a holiday movie. I hate the whole, like, discussion around is Die Hard a Christmas movie. It's so old and done over with. And so it's it's just like... I, I assume that's why it was called Love Hard too. It's not but a like, big part know. of the movie. I no, would no, no, no. If it had been too much of the movie, I would have. It's a little, it off a little, myself. little nudge, a little wink at it. It's right? just, yeah, it's just, it's just an inroad to discussing Christmas movies. It's not like a whole hagiography yeah, yeah, yeah. to Die Hard. It's, it's Christmas. So, movie what status. streaming service is this on? Like, what can I? Where can I, I watch the said movie? I saw it. I saw it on Netflix. Yeah, it's definitely okay. on Netflix. It's good. All right, it's all good. Right. I'll watch. I it. I'll watch it tonight. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Actually, I'll watch it on the plane tomorrow when I'm going to hang out. It's a good. It's a great. It's a great plane movie. Absolutely. Great playing movie? All right, I'm going to yes. download it right now just for you, CY. I'm going to get rid of Star Wars and I'm going to put it on. <laughs> Why you got to get rid of Star Wars, bro? I don't have there's any never, storage on my phone. There's never a world in which we get rid of Star Wars. Anyway, um, I'm really glad that guy called in to explain that because I don't know that I actually never necessarily understood that myself, to be quite honest. I was like, what is love hard? What does that even mean? But, okay, that makes more sense. I mean, I watched the whole movie and I didn't really understand that. But then again, I'm an idiot. That's why I'm watching Christmas movies by myself on Christmas. Coming up, going to talk a little bit about the National Basketball Association, but not the Lakers, Beto. Some people think that some other people should be coming to town, and those other people already play for different NBA teams. I'm Clinton Yates. He's better to rant. This is 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. <laughs> Jam. <laughs> Travis and Sliwa, Duran and Yates, 710 ESPN. We're talking about Christmas movies. Dude, you we struck a, a chord, movies. man. You struck a chord with this uh, Love Bro, Hard I'm movie. I'm telling you, man. Love Hard. It's a cool yeah. movie. Daniel Wynn like in the Travis and Sliwa community says the main actress is Sean White's girlfriend. So people really? Yeah, research, Nina Dobrev. They know I didn't up. realize that she was an item with Sean White. Yeah. The more you know. How about that? Yeah. Okay. She's from, uh, she was in Degrassi. She was also in She looked uh, familiar. She, look, she certainly yeah, looked familiar. I, I wasn't her. implying she was a nobody. I just didn't know who she was. That's <laughs> a different thing. So, you know, everybody there looked kind of familiar, which is kind of why the movie worked. I was like, oh, right. I know that person from somewhere. They're not completely random. So that worked out. It's kind of like how people feel when they're listening to me. I kind of know them, week. but. Uh... Yeah, yeah, on 710. So um, we mentioned we were going to talk about the NBA. And Emily, I want to get to something you sent me if you want to set this up for me. So we all know that Lakers fans are constantly living in a world where they think that there are just inanimate players rumb- walking the earth that they can just plug in and plug out of what they think that their franchise can do. And one of these players is one, apparently, Trey Young. Can you please explain to me what you sent me, Emily? Right. So I uh, so it was, I guess, rumbling around last week. I want to say it was Chris Haynes that came out and said that if another Trey Young might be the next young player that's on the move, um, you know, trade rumors, et cetera. And then, sure. of yeah, course, he's been arguing with his coach, is. right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, as, as of course, as always, is they sent out this odds to get Trey Young next um, from Bet AG online or Bet Online AG. And Lakers are at fourth odds, but with Denver Nuggets. So. Yeah, so the list goes as follows, Beto. Number one, Dallas Mavericks. Number two, Miami Heat. Number three, Boston Celtics. And apparently the Lakers and the Nuggets are tied at four. And after that, the list gets a little different. Number six is the Spurs. Number seven is the Pelicans. Eight, the Clippers. Nine, the Blazers and the Jazz. Now, okay. I mean, the Lakers are on this list at effectively five. I, I, hot, what do you think about that, Beto? Trey Young to the Lakers for what exactly? I don't really know. Um, I, I don't know how much I, I, I love that fit necessarily. There's a reason they're five, right? Because it's not happening. It's <laughs> – you look at what the head of one. You mentioned Dallas, and you have teams who – Better win, teams. And teams that can win now, right? Yeah. Teams, if they add a guy like Trey Young and however he fits into their system in the organization, it puts them one step closer to a championship. You add Trey Young to this Laker team, what do you get? You get a you get a Laker team with Trey Young. Yeah, you're not getting a team that's going to be a number one or two seed, right? You're, and it's also the Lakers been reluctant to trade those picks. And if you're Atlanta and you have Trey Young on your team, you're asking for a haul to get him back. And it doesn't matter if right. he's had issues with his coach or not. You're going to give up a player of that magnitude. You don't exactly have to sell him. You're going to hold out for the highest bidder, right? You're going to hold out for whatever you need to get for your organization to get better. And, you know, the Atlanta fan base is an interesting one because they can be fair weather at times, but they know what they can have in a player like Trey Young. So why are we just going to give him away? Oh, because it's the Lakers. And that's also, you look at the situation, I can see why the Lakers are fifth in odds from bet online to possibly get them because they could do something. But you have a team like Dallas. And who are the other ones? Like Dallas, the Heat, who are pretty good and the Celtics yeah like the Celtics is an interesting one because the Celtics are good yep. I was watching the Celtics yesterday and I thought for the first I hate they're fun that. they're fun they've got depth and they were a team that you know I've said this on, t- on TV with some regularity which is it's not always about thinking that a team is going to win the title or is going to do this or do that but sometimes you see a squad and you say you know what they could like, I'm watching this team, and this is a team that could win an NBA championship. And I think the Celtics, frankly, right now, are that team, and the Lakers are not. Um, and that's why I wouldn't necessarily understand why somebody like Trey Young, people say, oh, he wants to come to the Lakers, he wants to come to L.A. That bloom is so off the rose when it comes to winning titles, and I think everybody kind of knows that. And so for him to come to L.A. I think would be a very interesting move because it would mean a player who is a current young star teaming with an 
older LeBron, which we've seen before with Wade, but it's it, it's just kind of a different. He's a different player. There are different phases. But AD at an MVP level this season if he's healthy. I mean, well, again, you had a you shooter know, like Trey Young. Here's the if. Yeah, yeah the Lakers the need if. a shooter, but at what cost? I, don't, I also don't know that you can get Trey Young without giving up one of those guys no. either. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of where this gets difficult. It's just – it doesn't seem that there's any combination of humans that can just magically appear or be transacted into into winning for the Lakers right now, Beto. It seems like the guys you got got to get way better or else you're just going to be who you are. And that's probably out of the playoffs. And right now Atlanta's a seventh seed. So they could easily just say, you know what, we're going to suck it up and we're going to deal with it we're going to ride with him and we're going to yeah. just get into the playoffs – any way we can, right? You, yeah, you see the reports out of Atlanta that he's had issues with the coach, that they've had different kind of internal meetings trying to figure out what's going on. So obviously there's smoke, there's fire, there's something going on there. But you're going to hold out. You know, if you have him, you're a seven seed. You don't have him, you're an eight seed, right? What's the difference, you know, for them? So you want to make sure you have that. And then Boston at 21 and 10. I mean, twenty four and ten is their record, right? They're so good. You get, they're good, bro. Have you watched them like with yeah, any regularity this I, season? They're a fantastic basketball. As team. much as I hate anything Boston related when it comes to basketball, because you know I hate Kevin McHale when he when I was a kid, I would just hate that guy, right? Um, you're watching, you're like, damn, Tatum is so much fun. Tatum bro. gets going, and they're doing it without players that they need right now. They're doing it without their coach. You remember what uh, happened at the beginning of the season? Yeah, that, well, that's the coach got banged out. You know what I mean? Like, and and now they're, it's it's a pretty remarkable job that's being done there in Boston in terms of the, the the level of success they're having. Yeah, after watching them play against the Lakers, I'm like, let me watch them again. They are a team. The I just love the way that Tatum moves around. I yeah. just love the way he gets after it, and he has that dog in him of. Give me the ball, and I'm going to knock it down, and I don't care what you're doing. Get out of my way. I'm going to win no matter what. And I hate the fact that we're talking about Boston right here, but damn it, you got to give credit where credit is due. If you're going to talk about the best teams in the NBA right now in 2022 going on 2023, you got to talk about the Boston Celtics because they're just they're just that good of a team. Did you know what I watched last night? What you got? I watched – I got into a little bit of a rabbit hole. And I turned on. Oh man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm distracted what? right now. My kid's team just won on a buzzer beater down in San Diego at the Tory Pines tournament. Do we have highlights? Went, that's good to hear. They won, uh, that's why if you're watching me, I'm fist pumping 60 yeah. 67. He kept doing. Okay, so okay. Yeah. So Woo! Just, just, quick, quick behind the behind the, curtain here, <laughs> behind the curtain here. Beto's been popping random fist pumps. Like, I can't <laughs> see what he's looking at for the past three segments, and I just assumed that I don't know what he was doing. I figured he was, whatever, signaling the tailor or whatever. Clearly, you've been watching the end of this game. Yeah, well, I've been watching the whole game. So they're, okay. they're down in San Diego playing at the Torrey Pines tournament, and I actually texted Kaplan because that's the school his daughter goes to. Okay. And so my son's school is playing against Kaplan's daughter's school, and they've been going back and forth. Uh, mind you, this is a team that they have no idea what day it is right now because of travel. Right, so, been... And there's no audio. It's just a view from Baller TV. So it's just like one camera zooming back and forth. So there's okay. no time. So I didn't know what time it was. Then all of a sudden I see kids jumping up and down, throwing each other on the floor, 68, 67, and they were ready to celebrate. And now the referees are like, hold on. I guess they're going to add time. Okay. All right. Anyways, so I thought we won. Yeah, I said we because I paid tuition. <laughs> Is there any chance Cappy's at this game? Is no, no, no. Cappy's busy doing something, a black speech or something. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I, I got into a bit of a rabbit hole because what was I watching? I think I watched an episode of the uh, Shaq documentary. And for whatever reason. I tried. I, I tried. I found myself on the 1998 NBA All-Star game in New York, which was Kobe. It was basically the Kobe versus MJ. That was Kobe's first All Star game, right? Second. Second. It was the Kobe versus MJ All Star game, basically. And bro, I did not. The nineteen ninety eight NBA All Star game might be the most important All Star game of our generation. Like the players in that game, like Reggie Miller hit a three in that game. Sean Kemp also dunked a basketball in that game. Like Shaq and Kobe were in that. So was Steve Smith. He hit a three in that Steve game. Steve like Smith. Yes. There were so many names. I was like, hold on a second. I was like, these guys were still in the league at this point. And like, it reminded me of – Jordan I, MVP. There you go. Yeah, the reason I thought of it is because it reminded me of sort of like now, which is that we've got – we're at a point in the league where – We've got our established – another fist pump from Beth. Yeah, we won. It's official. We win 68-67. Okay. So they went, they, went, they went to review that. There was a VAR there? They, they added a second, so there we go. Okay. Let's Anyways. go. Let's go. All right. So good for them. Um, 
What was I see you say? I got so, so announcers on NBC, Costas, Isaiah Thomas, and Bill Walton. Yes, that was the other thing. The announcers were telling all sorts of wild stories, and I watched like an extended highlight clip, probably 20 minutes of it. I didn't watch the entire game, and I was like, man, what I wouldn't give for an oral history of that specific All-Star game because it was a changing of the guard that reminds me of right now, which is you've got your older established stars in the league who were kind of on the way out in some regards but are still very much at the highest level of their game. You've got a lot of the young guys who are very much still household names, and that particular game was where sort of a lot of things really kind of changed. I think that's, that's well, kind of where we the are. The coaches, right now. I'm looking this up right now. Yeah. George Carl of the Seattle Supersonics. Yeah. And Larry Bird of the yeah, Pacers. Yeah, Bird. That was the craziest Coach thing. Of the year that year, I think. Bird, right. And like, I keep, t- I was turning on that game, and I was like, man, every face they showed, I was like, that guy was there? Like, not that I was not that I was not cognizant of what was happening at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, you just, just don't think about it. Just didn't, yeah, you don't think about it. I didn't remember. But yeah, turn on the 98 NBA. Yeah, All-Star. Kobe's first one at the age of 19. I thought it was his second one. Uh, this would be the All Star debut of Kobe Bryant, who became the youngest All Star in NBA history. Didn't at 19 he years Didn't old. he go to the dunk contest at 18, though? Yes. Minute? Dunk contest, yeah, but this was his okay, first All Star. Okay, so he wasn't an All Star there. Okay. Remember, right, he was coming right. off the bench the first two years. Yeah, well, he came off the bench. He came yeah. off the bench and was an All Star that year. Yeah. Uh, also, the debut for rookie Tim Duncan. Wow. Kobe had 18. Jordan yeah. MVP with 23, 6, and 8. Uh, four Lakers were on the team. Wow. Shaq, Kobe. Eddie Jones. Eddie Nick Jones. Nick Van Exel, baby. Oh, right. And Nicky V. It was Nicky his only v. ever All-Star appearance. Yeah. I believe that's right. Yeah. Crazy game. How about like, this one? Oh, this is great. Now we're down the rabbit hole. Uh, ten players from this game would not play in another All-Star game. That's what I'm – again, Nick, I, I didn't know that off the top of my head, but that's the point I was getting at. Yeah. You might be looking at a situation like that with the NBA All-Star game this season. Nick Van Exel, Mitch Richmond. Rick Smith. Vin Baker. Penny. Sean Kemp, Tim Hardaway, Steve Smith, Glenn Rice, Jason Williams, and Rick Smith. You're right. Rick Smith. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Those are some names. Talk about names. Some guys. Anyway. Woo. Very, it was a very interesting watch. I've been watching a lot of my television, as you can tell based on the programming on this show. Yeah. Coming up, we're going to talk about my favorite quarterback in the NFL. He happens to play for the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm Clinton Yates. He's better Durant. This is Travis Sliwa on 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So during the last segment, I got a text from my sister. So I, I, I initially texted the family and I was like, hey guys, did anybody go out and get this uh, thing I requested from the grocery store? So there's this specific type of cider that's like really great here in Virginia and I can't get it anywhere else. So like when I come home, I like to get it when I'm here. So okay. I said, hey, guys, I'm going to go pick out Bold Rock. And my sister says, I already did. <laughs> she said, the Bold Rocks fell, so only 10 made it out. So <sighs> here's the situation. Either my sister dropped it at the grocery store, dropped it in the grocery store parking lot, or dropped it at my house. And none of these I know the answer to. And I think that it's just or a lovely mystery. Or lying to you and drank them. <laughs> yes, drank them yeah, on the way home. What, are you, what is it? So these are ciders, so it's like a hard a hard cider, so it's hard apple juice essentially, and um, they're in bottles. So like, she just said the bull rocks fell, so only ten made it out. So hold and on, to be like, clear, it's a lot. She specifically <laughs> said, like, the, the, what was written specifically was the bold rocks fell, passive. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, the bold rocks fell. Clear <laughs> indication of guilt. Whenever somebody intonates, <laughs> oh, it just kind of happened. 
That means they are either definitively at fault through commission or at fault potentially through omission of oversight from somebody else carrying them. She is responsible for said old rocks <laughs> either way. That's my opinion. Yes. It's like a 12-pack? I, I Maybe. So I and only know, two. A, yeah, two casualties. Yes. yes. How two does that happen? And I'm out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I is don't the 12-pack a whole box or is it two sixers? So it could be the two sixers or the case. I usually She usually gets the case – because it lasts longer, obviously. Mm. So I think it might have been like a 12-pack that two fell out or two got cracked. Uh, and you know what? It's be, Christmas. Yeah. At least I you got 10. Dr- I think she drank them. Yeah. 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 Clearly. <laughs> she, she took a couple. Could be. Yeah. Go check the yeah. box. If the box is wet, <laughs> different story. Yes. Are you, are you upset and about this? Do you need Do you need? Yeah, do you need all 10? Are you trying to get loaded or what? What's going on here? I'm okay. I don't need all ten. I just, I'm just a curious, weird text that I had. I am, however, going to get drunk at Olive Garden later, and that'll be very fun. Okay, my so sisters let's, and I are going to go. Let's, let's talk to Wall. So, wait, 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 just, wait, just, wait. Just to be wait. clear, no, because you mentioned this before the show, and there's yes. a funny prompt going around on Twitter too right now, which is, what were your celebration restaurants when you were a kid? Yes, like, totally. Olive Garden is up there. So we gonna sizzle. Exactly. Gonna Shouts to white man can't yes. jump. Um. So you're going by on your own will to Olive mm-hmm. Garden with your sisters mm-hmm. just to catch yes. up. What's the yes. scene so it's gonna, like wait, at Olive Garden? Wait, wait, wait. You're going <laughs> to drink at Olive Garden? Okay. We're going to go eat and to drink at Olive Garden. So it's going to be me, my sisters, so the two that are here, and um, our two cousins who um, live nearby, and then my friend from high school. And essentially the the prompt is we're going to dish. We're going to tell all the drama, all the family tea. It's going to be great. And we're going to drink. We're going to have breadsticks. We're going to have salad. But the whole thing is I really wanted to go to a chain restaurant. I wanted to go to either Chili's or Olive Garden for the two things I wanted to do. And uh, I was having like a Sophie's Choice last night trying to choose between the two. And I ended up choosing Olive Garden. Um, because there's just we're in Olive Garden Desert in LA. I, didn't, I couldn't find anywhere near <laughs> where I was going to live. And, <laughs> and in Olive Garden Desert, good because we need more Olive. You're Gardens welcome. This is called a big city. This is a big city. There is, is great like culture, cuisine. <laughs> go on. My go culture, on. My culture is white suburbia, and I yes. really yeah. Like get out of it. Get out of it. That's that's <laughs> fun. I I enjoy that on some of. What do we always say? Know your audience. Yeah. Explore. Yeah. Get out of your bubble. Damn it, woman! There's so much good I, Italian food here. But hey, hey, you know she's okay. not here. No, she's no, in no, Virginia. But, but, exactly. Yeah, but I'm saying she's missing Olive Garden, which is wow. But good for you. All right, so let's go. <laughs> Olive Garden. We're getting hammered, and you said you yes. gotta hash things out, like grievances. No, it's, it's more like we're not hashing out with us. We're just spilling the tea. Talking right? ass. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. All right, catching up. All right. It's are you gonna great. do one of those? Are you gonna do one of those? Since everything is TikTok related now, are you going to do those one of those my friends and their problems thing where you introduce people <laughs> and then you just write heinous details about their actual personal lives that nobody actually wants to know? But is really I don't know if I'm going to make a TikTok. I usually will we'll probably just do drink numbers, whatever, and I, like we'll probably split a bottle of wine uh, or a two. A bottle. This is two. happening tonight. Yes. But yes, it's happening tonight. Yes, we need the TikTok for the content, Emily. You're living the radio lifestyle. We I'm need to gonna, know on here. Let me what happens password. coming out of that dinner. I need to know. <laughs> By the yeah, way, how how, how tanked how tanked do people usually get at Olive Garden? Like, how does that go? Is there a separate mm. bar from the tables? At <laughs> I've Olive never drank at the Olive Garden. There's bar, bars at please. Olive Garden. Yeah. Like, I can yeah. walk into Olive Garden and just say, "I'm going to the bar." Whoa. Yes. You can. Yeah, you can eat at and the bar. When you're like, there's the one in Torrance by us at the <laughs> yeah, it's by, by Delamo. Okay. By Delamo Mall. Okay. Really. Mm. All right. See, it's, it's still a little far for me. I okay. Okay, Emily. Uh, hold on. Let, let's focus here. In your little town, your little bubble where you're at, right there. Yes. Are you like famous? Not famous. No, she's no. famous in the My house. Knows, no, I mean, it, when you okay, when you walk into this Olive Garden, you're gonna see somebody. You're gonna be right? whispers. <gasps> there's an ESPN. <laughs> I may have people that are my surfers that I went to high school with. Um, okay. Wait, wait, wait. This is where. No, no, no. no, no, no. Beto, don't watch the story. No. See, Beto, no, Beto, you're boxing the story by asking too many questions and not laying out. Here's what I was going to (laughs) ask Who are you expecting to see there, very plainly, who you are not arriving with? Oh. I I could see people in my high school. Yeah. 
people in my high school that I didn't get along with. That and, the, and now they're serving you? Let it breathe, Beth, though. We're trying to do this. Not a good idea. Go on, Emily. Go on. Well, they might not be my servers, but I, did, I didn't shoot. Again, there's a lot of people in my high school that are all over the place. And it's right. not like they don't like dislike me as, as far as I know. I just didn't get along with them. So this is where, Bento, and, this is where when you're at the table, you start dropping a lot of, you know, oh, well, you know, in L.A. I do this, I do that. You know, oh, just no, loud I'm not going to so do that. Can, listen, you're not going to know when you're in shot four. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Telling somebody about how you're standing. Do you know it's 70 deck. degrees in L.A.? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bethel, yeah, me like, as I'm in a coat. You know what it's like when you walk into a place and you see somebody that you're like, oh, I don't really like that person. And I'm not in a position where they can do anything about it, you know? Yeah, I also may go out to the bar in our downtown area. Oh, she's show. going to flex, bro. Yeah. She's going yeah, to flex. Fun. Are you pre-gaming with the cider? I'm going to pre-game with cider. And then my sister's driving us to Olive Garden. And then my... Oh. You're going there to be petty. I love it. This is great. It's great. It's, it I just feeds this. my soul sometimes. And I wish... Like, the joys of being a woman. This... <laughs> You are going, oh my God, this is my style. This is where I wish I would have left LA, you know, and understand right. what it's like to be in a small town. I only know this from movies, right? Oh, there's Olive Garden. I'm not, like this, I'm not in a super small no, town. No, 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 but when you go back to a small town <laughs> yes. that you're from, a small and, community. Yeah. And, and everybody's like, oh, she actually left. She's been on a plane. Oh, yeah, they know all that stuff. <laughs> and also, the best part about it, too, Emily, is that you're not like, for lack of a better term, you're not like some international superstar to the point where this would be tacky. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. you can show up and talk a little S, and nobody's gonna. Everybody's just gotta wear it. You know what I mean? That's fun. Yes. Oh, How big is the party? It's gonna be a lot of like. It's gonna be six of us at the at the dinner table, table and it's six. just like, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna uh, be fun. You remember that uh, Christmas movie from Ryan Reynolds? Uh, Just Friends from 2005, where he I've was. Never seen that. Oh, this is so. I love this one. Uh so. He goes back to his hometown on the East Coast, I think in Jersey. He's sure. a in LA. He's a music executive, and he ha, he takes the the crazy Taylor Swift girlfriend back ho, home with him. And he's stuck in the small town. And he's like, I left this town. He's all big time because he goes back to the <laughs> local bar. That's gonna be Emily right there, acting like she's so LA right now. And the little the people in the town I are mean, like, Hey man, get over yourself. Oh yeah. I'm mostly just gonna chat with my family. No, you're not. I didn't know you were this petty. I like <laughs> this on. side. Are you? Are we? Are we? Is great. Is there a dress code? What are we? What are we doing? Olive Garden. Get a flannel. <laughs> I mean, when you're here, you're. That's family. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna probably yeah, just wear a little bit different than what I'm wearing now. I'm not gonna get that dressed up. I'm not gonna look great. I'm not gonna look all that. But you know, it's great. A Taylor flannel yeah, situation. Right. She's gonna. You know, um, she's walking in with the ESPN backpack. Gonna come in. <laughs> gonna come in with my plastic surgery on my face or something like that. Something she's like, gonna oh, leave her Rams credential no. on the bag. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> How hilarious would that be? That's great. That's what I you love do when you're a small town. I love Rams a polo. good hometown show up. Exactly. You know, love a good hometown show up. Um, quickly wow. here, Beto, is there a better quarterback in California than um your boy Jay Herbo? California? Uh, Baker no. Mayfield? <laughs> Stop it. Get I'm out of here, small I'm town. Kidding. See, you got to focus on your flannel and, and what the never-ending salad or breadsticks, whatever they got. All right? No, Herbert, man, he's so much fun to watch. He really is. It's going to be pretty. I think I He's generational. Think that's, and that's kind of where I – the reason I brought it up is because, look, whilst everybody might not be a Chargers fan, whilst everybody might have a problem with how Spanos runs his operation or whatever it may be. Stay focused. This Justin Herbert kid is pretty good, man. Do not let one's feelings about a franchise cloud your vision. Not you, but one, listeners. Cloud your vision on what we're looking at. He is a special player that knows how to deliver the football, that has a leadership quality that I think a lot of young men of his age do not have that are playing football at that high of a level. And I think that it shows on the Chargers. I'm going to have a lot of fun watching them, whether or not I care about them. Aside, this is a good thing for the NFL overall to have them in the playoffs. So when he was at Oregon, you know, he was getting that Heisman campaign a little bit. He was making some noise. And you're yeah. watching Tua at Alabama. And, yeah, Tua's getting all the hype, all this stuff. I kept thinking, like, dude, please take Tua if you're Miami. Right. Six-foot quarterback that runs like that, I'm, that's not the kind of quarterback I want. So when That's he, not for me. That's yeah. not for me. And you're seeing this right now, right? He's getting beat up. He's back in the concussion protocol. If you were Miami, would you rather have Herbert? Uh, yeah. I don't think that they're – you know, they do all those weird redrafts now. Yeah. It's like, oh, we could redraft. I don't even really understand that concept. But I don't think there's any way in saying that Herbert is not 
the better quarterback than Tua right now. Yeah, and he whether or not Tua whether or not Tua is unfairly affected because he can't play is not even the point. The point is is that Herbert can play and is playing, and they're in the playoffs. And the thing with the Herbert is. He's not going to be out in L.A. He's not in the streets, as we would say, right? You don't no, know where remotely. he's at. He's somewhere in Orange County in his townhome probably and just reading coverages, right? Playbooks. He's, he's reading yeah. playbooks. Yeah. He's doing everything else. If, like The Spanish broadcasters, uh, my good friend Adrián García Marquez, tells me that yeah. Herbert's learning a little bit of Spanish, you know, so he can start doing those kind of things. And nice. you see him out there. And this Charger team, like, we're not trying to hype them up and saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything like that. No, no, no. But no. they're fun to watch. That story by uh, our good friend Lindsay Theory that she wrote about the defense and Khalil Mack organizing team dinners down in uh, Orange County where they're going to Masters or they're going to Nobu. It's the Friday night defense dinner where Mac picks up this, uh, the bill. And go ahead and read it by Lindsay Theory. Fantastic. Where it's Good whatever call. you guys want, go for it. You want the sushi? Go for it. You want the, the Wagyu? Go for it. And they're taking the rookies out there. It's fantastic. It's like the opposite of the rookie hazing. Exactly. And Mac is like, don't worry about it. Pay for it. He learned it from Charles Woodson. Pro's pro, right? Hall of Famer. Has his own wife. Shout out to him. You started reading the story more and more, and the offensive players were like, hey, the defense is bonding. What about us? Because the offense had a little – they're not exactly in sync. The offensive guys started going. Herbert started going to these dinners, and they started figuring things out, and it's just the team. If they can go a little bit more deeper into the playoffs, you can get that momentum, and you get you start losing that charging way. Yeah, it's very true. It's sort of like how Emily's going to show up to Olive Garden. It's all on me. I'm the big Easy shot there. But she should. Oh, you got to pay too, Emily. You have to pay for everybody you see. If you see somebody that you don't you don't like, send them a drink. Okay. Be petty. Here you sure. go. Here's a Long no, Island woman. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send it to them, and I'll be like, hey, tell us from Emily from L.A. Oh, Silver Lake. You got to go Silver Lake, <laughs> wherever that's at. Oh, yeah. Jackson no, they Jackson. don't even know where that is. Yeah. Exactly. Coming up, it's the dump. It's Travis and Sliwa, Beto and Clinton, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, guys. So... J.J. Watt will be retiring after this season, he announced on Instagram. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on J.J. Watt? Any any memories of him as a player? Um, I like J.J. Watt. I don't love J.J. Watt. I always found J.J. Watt to be a little bit of a look-at-me guy. But I did think it was cool that his they just had a child, he and his um, wife. And his child went to his first NFL game, which is going to be, I think, J.J. Watt's second to last or last. So, like – Pretty cool mm-hmm. that he's, you know, realizing what life is about and, um, you know, moving on because that's sometimes football players, you know, especially guys like that have a little trouble letting go. Yeah, Hall of Famer, uh, without a doubt, the way he gets after it. Did it a lot for the Houston community. He's loved in Houston. And that just goes to show when you go to Arizona, doesn't matter what sport, you go there to end your career and get paid. It's That's what Arizona sports Retire. are. Yeah, you go there. Yeah. You ever watch local news in Arizona? It's dudes oh, yeah. used to be in big markets and it's like, right, let me collect that check. Towards the end of it's retirement, <laughs> I don't. Have I also Phoenix. do love how, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> how the Watt parents did TJ, JJ, and then DJ. You know, yeah. it's just like okay, you got a you got a little bit of a pattern here. There's that one um, commercial so... where her mom like has trouble like <laughs> delineating all of them. It's pretty funny. Oh right, yeah, the subway commercial. So um, they have made it a fully automated McDonald's. No uh, pe- per- people working at all in the store. Would you guys ever go to someplace like this? If that McDonald's has ice cream when I want it, heck yeah, I'm going to go. I can't remember the last time I got me a McFlurry because it's always like, oh, we're out of ice cream right now. So forget you, McDonald's, and not having the ice cream soft serve machine ever working. Are you also calling MTV to ask them to play music videos, you old man? Come on. No. When you go to McDonald's, do they not? They never have the ice cream. No. Operative word there is never. You know what I'm saying? I've never had McDonald's ice cream for that exact reason, but I'm just messing around. You never had a McFlurry? 
I've had actually that's true. I've had a McFlurry. Come They're on, okay. are you? I wait. mean, McFlurry's very low on the general ice cream products uh, thing. McDonald's know, soft serve. Frosty ice the cream? best. Frosty from Wendy's. Nah, the McDonald's soft Frosty's serve. Frosty's great. Frosties are incredible. You're going to Olive Garden tonight, so don't even start with me with the Wendy's, right? <laughs> no, it, it, McDonald's soft serve, put a fry in it. Oh, my gosh. So I was going to say, yeah. It's the, the, anyway, go ahead. What, what else we got? So um, there was an article that came out uh, that is the food that we have lost this year. So some food Would, that Wouldn't mind if like, we lost flurries, Beto. But McFlurry, hey, man, you, <laughs> man, you're a hater, bro. <laughs> So what? Um, they're the Burger King's chicken, uh, the Chili's original that? chicken tenders. Hold on, it's, what is uh, chicken? Chicken. Don't worry, it's like you're a not going to be chicken sandwich. You're not going to oh, okay. from uh, yeah, yeah, and the Choco Taco. Uh, yeah, honest that, that tea. That was a hard one. Honest tea. <laughs> yeah, it's out of business. And then McRib, oh, and then the vanilla uh, Frosty. Any of these that are going to be a hard one for you guys that you're going to miss in the next coming year? Um, honest tea, I drank with some regularity, <laughs> uh, mainly because they had a cool name. But honest tea actually wasn't that good. Now that I think about it, so no, this is this is a fine list. What is the chicken? I've never even heard of this. It's Burger King, man, you ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? I love Burger King. Burger really? King is on the East. I've never heard anybody say they go to Burger King because it's on. It's an East Coast thing. But go oh. on. What is a chicken? I don't even know what that is. It's essentially just the Burger King's version of a chicken sandwich. It's just a really big, crispy chicken sandwich, and they they're I guess they're going away with it in this next year. And it chicken, couldn't compete in the chicken sandwich. Yeah. Like, that's what we're supposed to be saying? Like, it sounds like chicken. No wonder like, that's it a failed. Terrible, I was going to say. That's, I'm, like, I'm like, please, there has to be more here. This sounds ridiculous. I can't even say that with a straight face. Yeah. No, no, it is the, ridiculous. The Choco Taco was cool when you were a kid, and people on Instagram were like, oh, how are they going to get rid of it? I'm like, you know, if you guys would buy it, they wouldn't exactly. stop making it. Exactly. Simple as that. It, 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 right. The food's going away for a reason. <laughs> that's funny. Right, exactly. exactly. Um, so Paramount Plus made a three hour long video that is just the Muscle Beach scene from Top Gun Maverick. You know, great. It's lovely. <laughs> just three hours just to entertain yourself. And not that I've watched it or anything, but it is a great thing to counteract your, you know, your, your mother videos. Uh, so, <laughs> wait, hold on. So what, explain to me the setup of this video since you've clearly watched so, it quite a few times. Yeah, clearly. So, um, Paramount Plus, um, is now the home of, um, Top Gun Maverick. And so yes. they did just a three hour long and it's just that scene on a loop of like Miles Teller okay. <laughs> shaking his abs in front of everybody's face. It's it's lovely. Like so I've never it's, even it's seen it's on Top a loop. Gun Maverick. It's not like an yes, extended cut, like separate version where they actually <laughs> worked out for three hours because that would be awesome with nope. HD cameras. It's Never-hand. just it on a loop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys t- see Top Gun Maverick? Yes. I've not seen Top Gun Maverick. I actually watched no. it on a plane, so it was good. I've, I've yet like to see it. it. Yeah, people, I liked it. I, I dug it. There actually, are people in my life that hate me because I've yet to see that movie, but I've also never seen Top Gun either. So I've I'm also never seen Star Wars, so I'm good. I'm not rushing to the studio. Right? <laughs> exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger was on Muscle Beach recently, though, working out. Old school yeah, stuff. That's, nice. that's a Michael Thompson kind of thing. Muscle Beach, Venice, and all that good stuff. There <laughs> yeah, you go. That's where I live, that. so it's, it's a Clint Yates kind of thing, too. Yeah. I got one so for you, Emily. Go ahead. All right. You ever heard of East Bay? Of course. I don't think the so. The magazine, right? Yeah, East Bay. So, Emily, uh, before you could go online, there was this magazine called East Bay that would have wow. all you needed right there. That's where you would go shopping in your mind, right? Because if you're a kid, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's where they would have like the Grant Hills, the Filas. It was the, a catalog. The, yeah. It was a catalog. Like the Sears Robux catalog. <laughs> but of, was... of the cool stuff that you wanted for sports and okay. shoes. It was only for sports. Yeah, it yeah. was only for sports. So when the East Bay catalog would come in, you're like, wow, you would circle everything knowing damn well you weren't getting <laughs> nothing, right? So East Bay is going to cease to operate at the end of 2022. So people in their late 30s and 40s, it's a it's a sad day for us on Twitter because everybody's having the nostalgia. But imagine, like, you know, before the internet, they would show all the cool shoes, and there, it was actually started off as a company that was selling Team Athletic. So at the I back of the say, magazine- I, 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 think you're, I think you're describing it in a way that's a little different. The cool thing for us was that- we would look at it and say, okay, well, maybe we can get these for our squad, Beto. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because like, it wasn't like it wasn't the super top-of-line stuff in the context of like, oh, my God, these expensive Jordans, because it yeah. was a different time, Emily. It was yeah. like, you can get all these, and your team can look kitted out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That was the cool part. I love that. I love these. So, yeah, you would have that in like, the back. would be like, okay, here's where you're going to buy the green Nikes, yeah. the blue Nike, the team. They would sell wrestling and track spikes, but it was 
cool when you would see like oh when Nike Air the those shoes that just said air i was like oh my god those yeah, are great the, so you the would pippins. you would th- yeah they were the pippins right so you would think you were gonna get them then you go to the mall and you're like damn they don't even have these like yeah they, you can only get them on east bay you had to go on east bay. east bay was too expensive you weren't having did them. you guys get anything from it did you guys ever like actually purchase anything from it our senior just year our team got our our senior year our team got our soccer uniforms for oh, sure nice. from east bay yeah yeah it was uh did i ever get anything out of that my mom's like nope <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay shipping and, hand- and handling nope it was great yeah. no that was it it was a time. It was a time. It's just. It was a time. It was the it's original sneakers. Des- it, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to describe what the feeling was like of opening up an East Bay and looking at it yeah. with your friends and being like, "Yo, that's the joint." And you then know? you always had the one friend that actually got the stuff from there. Like, man, forget <laughs> you, forget you, Gary. So, so t- I'm gonna have Taylor play this uh, for you guys. But there was uh, the Charlotte Hornets announcer has been in the news oh, many times because uh, he goes he, crazy. He's lovely. Yeah, yeah Eric Collins. Yep. Yes. Former Dodger and announcer. So, Awesome. So he had, you know, quite the exclamation uh, over this weekend. Long one. Woo! All right. From Beaverton. Lamelo got it from 40. <laughs> Play that again. Don't you love that? Long one. Woo! All right. From Beaverton. <laughs> Lamello got it That from sounded 40. like a celebration of somebody doing something completely different. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I don't know. That's what happens when somebody tells you they're going to take you on a trip to, I don't know, Olive Garden. It's a <laughs> That's not, I mean, that was you think about with somebody bearing an NBA three. <laughs> oh man, that was great. Yeah, that was great. No, good. I, I like that Eric Collins is allowed to be himself because he's in, hilarious. He, he's really good. But then if you hear him when he's doing before he would do the Hornets, it was very down the middle, not neutral broadcaster man, right? And mm-hmm. most times in our business, you're told don't be yourself, a la you know Gus Johnson or Eric Collins and that's who they really are and shout out to him for being able to find his market and get after it and he's very like I said he was doing the Dodgers for a couple seasons he would do the East Coast games when Vin stopped traveling so real nice guy and uh good for him and yeah he gets after it good for him all right well Beto you guys like the go ahead no I'm listening to you what you got? Did you guys see the Dirk statue that uh, was for me? Yeah. Dude, the Dirk statue is awesome. Nice. That's like the best statue I've seen in a basketball context in a long time. It's not easy to get that done. And from a construction standpoint, how do you make that thing prop up when he's leaning so far back? Tremendous job from the sculptor there. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I kind of wish they would have done it. Remember when he had the photo shoots with the big baggy jeans? That would have been nice, too. All right, Taylor, hit the button. Stop for Super Crosstalk. What up, everybody? So I can only see one of you, yes. and that's Beto. Beto. So, Mace, I hear your voice. What's up, dude? How are you? Everything's good, man. How was Christmas? Yeah. Good? Christmas was okay. I'm uh, I'm down with the sickness, as we're saying, so I've just been around my apartment by myself for the last couple of days. Is that right? You got the uh, the big... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, that's big, too big bad. Big Rona stopped by. That's, so, that's know, too bad. She uh, paid me a visit, but, um, you know, other than that, I've been... I, I watched... I've been watching Christmas movies okay. for the past couple days, and I watched a movie called Love Hard. We were talking about this earlier, which is named so it's because the, the two primary characters, their favorite Christmas movies are Love Actually and Die Hard. Oh. It's a pretty, pretty nice little flick. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that. <laughs> right. Um, I enjoyed it. So it was we fun. had the annual uh, watching of Love Actually at, uh, okay. at our house. You, we do it every single year. I, I picked this up from Ireland. I was never a big fan of the movie, and then Ireland – thinks it's like the greatest thing in history and we started watching and we we're like you know what this is kind of for christmas the greatest thing in history everybody winds movie. up mostly happy at the end there are a couple of sad stories but for the most part uh it's uh it's very uplifting and very oh okay so now i see there there we Hi. go hey you go buddy hey what's we're waving up? at each other via zoom i'm like i'm wearing my jammies today yeah. i'm like i'm <laughs> so wearing I. sweats and a really baggy hoodie well i guess that's kind of normal this is it different from what yeah day? you're right it's <laughs> actually was point. gonna give you a compliment that's a nice hoodie that it's you a got. good point yeah la 2028 20, la 2028 that's when i retire la 2028 no, no you're not yeah 2028 that seems like a good run. are you gonna Finish work the olympics yes that is a good run can you give me a job i want to do it yeah, I definitely I'll hook you up. Okay, cool. That's the only thing I need to do. After that, I'm gonna disappear. You want to do the 2028 Olympics and then disappear? Yeah, that's the only thing I haven't done in my career that I want to do is the Olympics. And LA is I want to work on it, and then after that, bye. I will, one way I will totally tee you up for that. Perfect. It's gonna be fun. 
Okay. So, uh, how was your Christmas, Mace? What it was. It was good. Um, so Baker Mayfield. Woo! Went to uh, went to SoFi Stadium and watched Baker Mayfield absolutely shred the Denver Broncos. Yeah! It was a very fun day. Juan's dad is a Broncos season ticket holder, oh. uh, and he and his stepmom, Juan's uh, stepmom, go to the games all the time. So they flew in for the uh, the game itself, and I felt bad for him because they flew all the way to L.A. And lost fifty-five to fourteen. Yeah, uh, great game. But but it was a great game. It was it yeah. was one of the fun games of the year. It was. I was glad I was there for it. Baker Mayfield was was fantastic. Cam Akers was really good in that game. Wow. There were a lot of reasons to uh, to like what you saw. And I came away from it thinking, you know, Les Snead has really never spent on a backup quarterback. I think it's time to spend on a backup quarterback because who knows with uh, really with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, oh, Baker yeah. made some money that day. Yes, he did. I was listening. Yeah, you know, it's, it's an interesting question because I, I kind of think you've, you're, I'm not saying you're looking past Stafford, but right. on some level you kind of are. You know what I'm saying? Because this guy's up there in age. You've already gotten your ring. It's not like he's going to turn back the clock necessarily. It's a matter of putting other pieces around him. But I just don't know that Baker's the guy. That's a tough one. Well, I don't know. I, look, I think Baker becomes the emergency break glass guy. I mean, gotcha. I, I think okay. you need somebody. You need somebody of Baker's caliber, or for example, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, or somebody, somebody who's done it before, to be the guy that you go to in a situation where Stafford does wind up hurt, and Kelly says you're done. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Momo's hey, here. what's going on? Mace, hey, Momo. It is amazing. I don't even have to wear headphones. Your ears, your headphones are so loud. I can hear Clinton through wow. your headphones. No headphones necessary. <laughs> how are you, Momo? How was your hol- how have your holidays been? I was good. You know what? It was it, yesterday. I felt like it was such a Christmas gift for everyone. It was like eighty degrees. Yeah. I went to the beach yesterday. That's nice. beautiful. Took Daniel up to Ventura. It was like nice. Okay. I mean, like and I know it's gonna rain for the rest of the week, but like that was such a nice little Christmas present for all the kids out on vacation. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Also, don't you ever like, feel like such a jerk? Like we live in California, uh, and it's bro, eighty. He here. said, "Don't do this." It. Is what I was trying to say, Momo. I was yeah. talking with Beto about this earlier. Like I got people out here talking trash, and like I'm not talking trash, but I almost felt bad. Yeah, like, I did. I'm like I laying in my bed. I'm just I golfed like, I'm and I posted the picture. I'm nice. watching I people the beach and slip and slide all over <laughs> Seattle on all this ice, and I'm just like, oh my god, this well, looks terrible. You know, Juan's dad came from. Wyoming, oh, and it yeah. was the wind chill was minus forty uh, when they <laughs> Bro, left Wyoming, man. and then all of a sudden they land in eighty degree weather. Yeah. It was like a hundred and twenty degree Wait, swing. Are they still here? Yeah, they're still here. Yeah, why were they stuck or they were staying? They're stuck. They fly in Southwest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My friend, everyone's getting Everybody. stuck. I was try- I've been trying to get up to Reno for the past week, and you can't go. All the flights. Yeah, are all the flights canceled. gone. Can't go anywhere. So wow. here's a question for you guys. I was gonna uh, bring this up. So Juan's dad is loves celebrities it's like he's really oh. wants to see a celebrity really bad okay. now okay. we got to see one because we sat next right. to logan paul at the rams game oh okay. which was cool and super does, nice does guy. he count what about tv's but does he know him yeah okay. well, do they know there's... logan paul no they don't i didn't know logan paul but they did have a brief conversation meanwhile the phone's going back and forth 25 million followers oh. i didn't even know who logan paul logan paul yeah, he's in my room yeah, yeah, television's clinton yates is not up to the standards of what they're looking <laughs> yeah no not they, even close. they were they were psyched about logan but i'm like they're in town now okay where could they go tonight Tonight. That would guarantee them a celebrity. A dinner tonight. Craig's and Mel Craig's and on Melrose. Craig's on Melrose. I think that is where the TMZ guys hang out. Somewhere. Is it? Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, Clinton? I don't think oh, sending people Beverly from Hills. Wyoming there is gonna what? work. Somewhere in Beverly Hills. Uh, are they uh Craig's kind of people, Mace? Uh no, they're I mean they're they're like me. They're like normal people. I mean the okay, easiest about, answer for this always a- is the Beverly Hilton. And go to the hotel oh, bar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Beverly Hilton Hotel Bar has famous people at it all. True. Is that yeah. where the polo lounges? No, that's the uh, Beverly no. Hills Hotel polo. Lounge. Yeah, which also is yeah. a pretty good location. You for could that. find yeah. somebody there, and and um, I would say uh, let's. What's another Lindsay Beverly Hills? Nobu. Nobu, yeah. Uh, Fred Siegel. If you walk through Fred Siegel for shopping, might see yeah. Nobu there. goes. Santa Monica's also, too crowded. Nobody yeah. goes there anymore. Yeah, I understand. It is okay, the Yogi ultimate, Bear. It is the Yogi yeah, Bear, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like LA people don't go to the Third no, Street Promenade. Nobody, no. yeah, it's people only from tourists. the middle of the country go yeah. to the Third Street Promenade. Yeah, or if you live over there, I go there mm-hmm. somewhere regular. Do I you, see what you're saying, though. Only because I'm I'm close to it. But I think my question to you is: Are they looking for like 
a sighting or like an interaction? Oh, a sight, just, just a sighting. They're not okay. gonna have a. They're not gonna walk up to Clooney and say, "What's up? We're from Wyoming." How about um? You know what? Another good one. Low key. Yeah. Um, Aroma Cafe out there in Studio City. Damn, I have no clue what you're okay, talking about. So that that's like a little <laughs> Where's village. Craig's? Craig's is Craig's is on Melrose. That's Melrose. like in Beverly Hills. Aroma Cafe to me. Like last but are celebrities there, going to dinner this week? Ro- just need one. Even like, just a marginal one. This little one. area, it's it's like in the valley, okay? Yeah. Fine, now you have to go over the hill. Don't, oh. don't do it. No. no, okay. no. To go to the, go, you're in but, Santa Monica? No. Like, it, whenever I go there, I <laughs> always see, this little area of Studio City is like kind of actor's alley. Like I saw Adam Sandler there last time I okay. was there. Okay, yeah. okay. I mean, there's always, if you just sit out there and get a table, oh, it's going to be raining though. It's probably good. It's, and again, Steve, it's in the valley. Sure. It's in the valley. It always rains. Steve in the has valley, to take doesn't him. It? Yeah, I think you're gonna have to go to Craig's or somewhere indoors. Craig's is a good idea. Yeah. No, Craig's I like the hotel part. Idea. The hotel's good too. Polo hotel, lounge. Hotel bars are good for. And that. you can just. Steve, I don't think polo lounge is like old though. Yeah, Beverly Hilton. What you do, Steve, is like, oh, there goes so and so as they're driving away in a, in a Lamborghini, <laughs> and just tell them that was the guy from. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you didn't see him. No. That was Ray Romano. Exactly. Well, I feel like we got him. We got him close to Logan Paul, which is, he's, he's a celebrity, right? In that we world, in the YouTube is. world, yeah. We know who he is. Yeah, he's, he's a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. So. See, Wyoming folks want to see like, oh, that's the person from Murder, hey, She Wrote. Murder, Murder She Wrote. Show you, <laughs> how about I show you a picture of Adam Sandler that I took Last time I went to Aroma Cafe. Well, you just randomly took a picture. You're well, still he was doing sitting at the Momo? table next to me. He knows you. And did you? Did you ask anything? him to be in a movie? Yeah. No. Did, hold on. Do you not know Adam Sandler? He's he a knows huge you. Basketball guy. Wait, I'm surprised you weren't in his movie. So Momo, you don't you don't <laughs> I, know I him. You didn't talk to him, and, and you took a it. picture with him. Wait, I, you auditioned for the movie? I did. It was weird. For hustle to play yourself? No. Um, it was so random. It was like a pandemic thing. And my agent hit me and said, hey, this is a really random thing that we have, but uh, they're casting this movie. It's a basketball movie, and they want to just put a lot of, like, Easter eggs in there so people who are, like, basketball people. Mm-hmm. But they want you for, like, a real role. Like, do you know how to act? And I was like, not really. <laughs> but, like, I could pretend, you know? It's, right. it's actually so, what acting is, by the way. Yeah, just pretending. <laughs> like, so the fact that she said my agent hit me yeah. and said, hey, you want to be in this? Like, I'm so proud of you, oh, Ramona. You. When you when you <laughs> and I used to be getting yelled at by Ed Crozier on at Birmingham High, <laughs> No. In the early two thousand, look at you. So, My so agent I literally. Hit me. But do you want to do you want to hear how the, the how dumb this thing was? Sure. Nevin yes. and I read lines on Zoom. Okay, right. we had to like <laughs> record ourselves like a tape thing on Zoom, and. They were like, I did my own hair and makeup because it was like totally in the middle of 2020 when they were auditioning. And it was for a role they ended up casting a real actress for. They didn't get like an Easter egg person. I think they had a few like sports writer types who cover basketball be like audition for this. Very underrated movie. It was was really good. good. I thought KG was good in it. And who was the actor was, um, who was the actor that played the lead? Uh, Erna Gomez. Yeah, uh, Willie Erna Gomez, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was and, good. And uh, Anthony Edwards was yeah. really good in it too. Yeah, it's a good movie. It was it's good on movie. Netflix. I liked. It. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. Degenerate gambler. I'm, I'm, that was my style right there. There you go. That's my new role. Here, that, that's what here, I want to do. This is the this is the picture I took. Momo, you are such a tourist. <laughs> Describe so this bad. photograph. So no way so I can see it. So Momo he's wearing is, the he's wearing the highlighter. Yeah, yellow. Momo is uh, <laughs> sitting at a table, and then off in the distance, there's Adam Sandler, and Momo takes a picture. Uh, conceivably of your coffee with uh, yes. Sandler in the background. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't like. Hey, look. I Just text it to me. Yeah. yeah. I can't that's hold pretty on. Pretty great okay. here. Yeah. Just, no, here I'll I'll, yeah. Yeah. That's. Cool. This is chaotic. Yeah, There's different. Pretty great. <laughs> different streams and all this stuff. And... Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I'm surprised I mean, you're that much of a tourist. Ramon. You know who I saw? I, mean, I did Adam see a celebrity. Sandler, that's pretty good. I did but, but see a celebrity recently, and I freaked out. I almost did the same thing. Who? I saw the woman who plays. The mom, mom, mom content. I've been talking about moms all day. Yeah, I, I saw the woman who plays the mom in Cobra Kai, um, nice. and she was at—I can't remember her name right now. She was at the restaurant that I was at, and I was with my sister, my younger sister, and I was like, my sister was like, "What are you doing?" Something like, Hegler, right? I was like, "There's a Courtney person Hegler? behind this person." No, she's a Latina. She's got a different name. And I was like, um, "I was like, there's a person behind me. Look." And she was like, yeah, "Oh, whatever. Vanessa Rubio, her." Yeah. And I was like. I was I was legitimately like moved. I was like I don't know what to do. I was like, should I turn around and say something? I was like, should I take a picture? I was I was a little bit confused. That was the first time that had happened to me in a long time. A little starstruck. Yeah, yeah. I was I, I was very starstruck. Oh, I thought you were thinking you had a chance. 
Well, this was part of the discussion. I mean, she was there with some see, other okay, person, good. and I was just kind of like, I mean, shots could be shot. But yeah, because I don't see Clinton being like, oh, that's so and so. No, 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 no. I was oh, that's so and so. Hey, yeah, I was trying to figure out like, am I actually going to say something to this person? How you doing? You know what I'm saying. So I never I know how to break into a okay, conversation. So, so I, I didn't do it. So okay. I left Adam alone. I was sitting out of the out of eyesight. And he was there with, I think it's his wife, their girlfriend. I don't know if it's wife. Married. Yeah, wife. And they ordered like so much food. I was like, wow, that's a lot of food. Did you order? like? <laughs> it was like, like a like appetizer and a big old whatever. And um, and so he was sitting kind of off there. And nobody bothered him. Like nobody went up and asked for pictures. Like it was just. But yes, but she, he's a star in L.A. Nobody. Yeah, yeah they're used to the acts cool. in the so valley in was, Studio City. Yeah. Woo! But he was like wearing. Sweats in it, uh, like a hoodie and some shorts. Mason. But the hoodie was bright <laughs> yellow. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. But that's, that's like what he does. That's like mixed messaging, isn't it? Like, Looks like he was out for a jog, honestly. But that's what he, that how he dresses. Neon. He just grabs whatever and goes. But you wear a bright yellow hoodie. Like just you, It's it kind of makes you stand out. I had, uh, right? I, I if never you think about it, if you're trying to blend in, I'm going to wear bright yellow. I never know what yeah. to say to <laughs> celebrities at all. I, I, I never anything. have any idea. So I wound up in a room where Jerry Seinfeld was. I, I went, uh, I'm not going to drop names, but again, <laughs> I would hit, the, but, hit the actual Seinfeld drop. What are we doing? But, <laughs> but I, I actually, I, so I went to see Brian Cranston's play on Broadway and he invited me backstage afterwards and Jerry Seinfeld was in oh, the room. Okay. I, I said, hi, Jerry, I'm Steve. And that was the end of the conversation. I had no idea what to say after that. I mean, that's friggin' Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, you tell right. him, hey, yeah. Timmy Trumpet sucks, bro. Yeah. That's what you tell him. Yeah. Uh. Well, he's a Mets fan. He'll talk Mets all day yeah, long. Yeah, he will talk Mets. The best way to do it is just go straight in. Just be like, hey, man, I'm great. Big fan. Don't mean to bother you. Just want to say, say hello. Yeah. Thanks like, for everything yeah. you do. Like, when I go and talk with my like yeah, yeah. When I talk with my celebrity friends, when I see them, I'm like, hey. I know Steve Mason. Yeah, I'm hey, sure that I know over. Ramona Shelburne. <laughs> That's big. Let me. What if I told you? <laughs> what if I told you exactly? Are you guys back tomorrow? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we Why are. Hey. Two of us. Nice. A lot, a lot, a lot of TikTok and Christmas movie talks. So. Yeah, I know. I heard all the TikTok stuff. I, I even mentioned Rudy Valencia. Yeah. So you yeah. got homework. Rudy Valencia. I sent you the deal. I'm gonna check him out. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Guys, thank you. Absolutely. We'll see everybody tomorrow.